outside of the weirdness, it is such a lovely time because they had set up flowers and mimosa bar and there's a bunch of nice little pastries and everybody's hanging out and having a nice little conversation and he's preparing it so nicely it's like little tapas little, little tortilla chips with a little piece of meat uh with uh you know god what were the peppers and onions and stuff and uh a little squeeze of lime and chimichurri it was it was so nice uh that it kind of overshadowed the fact that we're all going to sit down and become cannibals today. This is Meredith for Real, the Curious Introvert, and I'm Meredith. I explore the questions people think but don't ask out loud, either because they're taboo or thanks to cultural hypnosis. My mission, and yours if you choose to accept it, is to inspire curiosity by exploring the nuance and paradox of our world. Each episode is different, so bring your ADD and your earbuds and have a look around. Hey, Curiositors, it's me, Meredith. This is the episode that so many of you have been waiting for. My guest did such an amazing job of sharing both the details you wanted to know, but, you know, we're afraid to ask, like, what does people meat taste like? And sharing his thought process of grieving a limb loss. And if you're wondering where I find guests like these, honestly, the source is different for each guest. But I get asked this question a lot. So I started putting the source of each guest in my Monday email, along with the regular info about the new episode and a photo of my guest. If you're not getting those and you want to be included, you can text REAL to 66866 if you're in the US, or you can go to MeritForReal.com if you're elsewhere. On Saturday, I also send out a Cliff Notes and clickable links email. In case what you heard was so good, you wish you would have taken notes or, you know, you want to go back and check out a book or a resource that the guest mentioned. If you're already getting my emails, you're probably one of my amazing loyal listeners. Thank you so much for that. You're helping make the world a more curious place and that matters a lot. And if you're new here, welcome. Around here, we press play to get curious, to disrupt the algorithm and to grow into better humans. I talk with everyone from scientists, convicts, con artists, YouTubers. There's no specific order to listen to episodes. And at the end of each episode, I offer a next episode suggestion of if you liked that, you might like this sort of thing. So have a look around and just hit play on whatever grabs your attention. All right. Enjoy the show. On Memorial Day weekend in 2015, an American man was cruising through the mountains when a car crossed the road and clipped the back of his motorcycle. He spun out and flew over the handlebars. The injuries to his left leg required a nine-day hospital stay that included amputation below the knee. Unfortunately, motorcycle accidents are pretty common. Amputations are also pretty common. What's uncommon about my next guest is that he ate part of his amputated leg. And while this sounds like a Florida man story, it's not. You can find him on Reddit, but he prefers to keep his real life location and identity anonymous. It's, it's a tale of the macabre for sure, but as you'll hear, it's also a tale of transformation. From taboo to talk of the town, giving you are what you eat a whole new meaning. The Redditor known as incredibly shiny shart. Shiny, welcome to the show. Hello. Oh, I'm so sorry you had to say that out loud. That Reddit <laughs> name is so, so stupid. <laughs> but it makes me laugh every time I say it. So, I mean, is it really that bad if it makes you laugh? It's memorable. 
<laughs> um, hello, your whole story is very memorable. So let's start with there. You're with the story. You're in the hospital. All the doctors are agreeing. I'm sorry, the leg has to go. You say, "Cool, but can I keep it?" Yeah, and keep in mind. I was going through a whole transformation while I was in the hospital trying to understand everything going on. I was always already in that mood because over the past year, I had broken up with my longtime girlfriend and I was trying to figure out who I was again outside of that relationship and figure out what I was going to do with my life. And then this happened and it was a whole new extra part of uh, another level of complexity on top of that. So while in the hospital and understanding that, you know, by no fault of my own, I'm going to be, have to have this new challenge coming up and trying to understand what's going on with all of that. I wanted to make sure that I was going to keep everything that was me. The idea of the hospital taking my leg, incinerating it and sending it to a landfill really did not sit well with me whatsoever. And I was highly insistent that when you take it off, you keep it for me and I will come back and get it. I can't even get my own medical records. Seriously. How did you manage to convince the hospital to let you keep your leg? I don't know. I think I, no one ever asked about it before to try to keep body parts back. And it wasn't like it is a disease leg. It doesn't post any uh, like pathogenic problems. It was just a traumatic incident and just kind of broke everything. At that point, what was your thought with what you were going to do with it? Like when the doctor said, well, why do you want it? What did you tell them? Well, I told them it was mine. That's why I want it. <laughs> I didn't go, too much, didn't go too much into it with them about what I was thinking. Initially, I was thinking, man, this would make such a kick-ass doorstop. Just to have my legs <laughs> sitting over there in the house. And how to get that done? Because, you know... I was thinking, oh, we'll get somebody to taxidermy it. And uh, I had friends call out to about 13 taxidermists, and no one either take us seriously or was up for that whatsoever. I think it may be, there might be some loose laws around, you know, disposal of corpse or something. I don't know. Uh, and then I wanted to get it freeze-dried, but that was really expensive. It's like $1,200 to get a foot freeze-dried. Jeez. So... That's so, you know, people might be surprised to think that you were, or surprised to hear that you were thinking of what some might consider like art projects um, as you're in the hospital. But I mean, do you think that was a part of your mourning process or was there also what outsiders might consider a more traditional mourning process? I would say it's outside of a, a traditional mourning process, definitely part of mine and I worked in an animal shelter for a long period of time, and I would say that uh, dark humor has definitely become part of my grieving process and how I kind of figure everything out in my head. And putting a fun little twist on things, even in the darkest time, is kind of a big part of how I process everything. And how did you come to the conclusion that you were going to instead eat part of your leg how did that even enter your mind as a as an option many years previously i had some friends and we sit around at dinner and drink and i think would you rather and 
Oh yeah. Taboo subjects like that come up. And, uh, at one point we all said, well, if we have ethical and it was healthy, would you try a little bit of human meat? I think there was a rumor going around or a story on the internet saying that, uh, an anthropologist had brought in some people jerky for like students to try or something like that. I don't remember where I heard it, but we're like, Oh yeah, no, no, it feels like ethical. And it's just a taste. You know, we're not sitting down and having a steak and no one was harmed. No, absolutely. We'd all try that. So I was like, okay, well, here's an opportunity that, that we're never, hopefully never going to get again. So <laughs> yeah. let's see who's up for it. So what kind of thoughts did you have as you were watching your friend's boyfriend, who was a chef, prepare your leg for a meal? Man, that's super weird. It, <laughs> the, whole, the whole process, like me going in and cutting it out of my leg and then putting it in the freezer and then giving it to my friend and then I'm cooking it. The whole process is highly surreal because in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, that's my flesh. We're cooking this up right now. It smells pretty damn good. <laughs> other than that, outside the weirdness, it is such a lovely time because they had set up flowers and mimosa bar, and there's a bunch of nice little pastries, and everybody's hanging out and having a nice little conversation. And he's preparing it so nicely. It's like little tapas, little, little tortilla chips with a little piece of me. Uh, with, uh, you know, God, what were the peppers and onions and stuff and uh, a little squeeze of limes and chimichurri. It was, it was so nice uh, that it kind of overshadowed the fact that we're all going to sit down and become cannibals today. It sounds like you're describing like a wedding reception. Like this is quite the dinner party. You know, I, I, I was trying to imagine like, what did this look like? Is the, are this like paper plates and we're sitting on metal chairs or, but you're describing, I don't know, you're kind of describing ceremony. It absolutely was. And it was kind of posh and everybody's dressed up and it was just a very relaxed kind of jubilant atmosphere. And what it was is me getting all the people together who really helped me through a hard time. And the idea of bonding with them by literally becoming a part of them. And sharing in that experience was a nice little thing. And it kind of, it kind of wrapped everything up with that whole agenda. Uh, and kind of, that's the pin in it right there. And now we start on new things. Hey, Curiositors, just a quick pause to show gratitude to our sponsors and give you some special deals. If trash TV leaves you feeling drained and you want to support creators like yours truly, check out StreamMoco. You can search shows by your mood and even, you know, watch my show, The Curious Introvert. For every $3.99 subscription, they give away a dollar for good and support their creators like your girl. Find my affiliate link in the episode description or the bio link in my Instagram account. StreamMoco, the streaming network that gives a damn. If you've got backyard barbecue plans for 2022, but mosquitoes are not invited, I recommend Insec. I've been using their pest control service for several years now. They have a certified mosquito identification specialist on staff, and pollinator care is always top of mind. If you live in the Florida Panhandle or the Gulf Coast of Alabama, give them a call, ensec.net. 
The UWF Historic Trust. We shoot the show at the Pensacola Museum of History. It not only houses exhibits of lesser-known Pensacola history, it's an event space too. So if you need a unique space in downtown Pensacola for a fundraiser, networking event, or a corporate party, take a look at historicpensacola.org. And if you want to tour one of the 12 museums, get your tickets in person so you can show the agent one of my emails and get $2 off an adult ticket. Get emails by texting REAL to 66866. Now back to the show. So dinner is served. Do you say a few words or? Uh, yes, there's a couple of crass jokes. <laughs> like, um, can you share them? <laughs> well, you know, there's the... Uh, Eat this, the take this is my body. That was a fun one. Uh, this is the first time I've ever been inside 10 people at once. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, I can't remember all the rest of them, but it was very, very dark, good humor. I loved um, on your Reddit, you had an Ask Me Anything thread happening. And my favorite was, do the calories count if the meat is from your own body? That's a thing, right? Because it has to be a net zero. Because it has it already to be. Came off. I got some of it back. But yeah, I don't even know how that works. Oh, how would you even calculate that? I, I don't think you would. I don't think you would like, uh, yeah, it's an interesting idea though. So everyone takes their first bite. You begin chewing and chewing and chewing some more. What what does it taste like? Super beefy, and I understand that like everybody's like, oh, people, their people are taste like long pig from Papua New Guinea. But for me, it was so beefy. It was huh. a little not dry, but very very tough and stringy, very very beefy. And I always thought it was um, kind of like. Traditional pork is domesticated, so maybe wild pork tastes different. I'm not sure. And what was the conversation like once you all had begun eating? And, you know, like, were there more jokes? Was there a moment of silence? Did anyone hesitate? No one really hesitated. Everybody kind of dug in. Uh, I do know that one guy asked if he could have the last one because there was 12 and there was 11 of us total. So uh, he had seconds. One friend had to spit me out. <laughs> Bless her heart. She chewed and chewed and chewed. And it was just like, I can't anymore. I'm sorry. She couldn't do it. You had a lot of support from your friends. Was anyone like, dude, what are you doing? No one ever came at it with that. Um, or like, absolutely not. There's no way. A lot of people were saying, I don't think I'm going to take part in that. I don't know if I could do that. Everybody is very polite about it, but no one ever came with me or uh, said anything along the lines of, absolutely not. That's gross or that's bad or anything like that. They didn't yuck but your then, yum. <laughs> See what no, I did there? <laughs> but I, that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't help it. Um, but I do keep company with a bunch of weirdos. And so that doesn't seem too far out of line for me. Well, and like you said, it was a unique opportunity. When else are you going to get that opportunity? And it's almost like, um, you know, stepping back into time, I've since learned, apparently there's a lot of 
uh, older cultures that practice, uh, I think it's called mortuary cannab- cannibalism or endo cannibalism, where eating a part of their loved one's dead body is a way to carry on their memory and it's how they find closure. And I kind of get that. I will say that I have no interest in eating any family members. <laughs> That's probably um, good for them to hear. Yeah. Uh, I got, I don't even think any of my family members know about it. What? Let's Are you it serious? Oh yeah, no. No, it's fine. I have friends and I have coworkers who know, and that's about it. But yeah, none of my family needs to know about that. They'd probably get weird about it. Well, it would make for interesting, you know, Thanksgiving dinner discussion, but. Oh God, would it? Your call, your call, you know, circle back with me. If you, you do that and you have a story to tell, (laughs) you said you did find a lot of um, uh, insight. I think you even said personal growth in this process. What kind of, what did that look like for you? What kind of personal growth do you get from eating your own amputated leg? Well, I think part of it is the whole process of losing the leg and testing my metal and seeing what I'm actually capable of when the, under stress and under a whole new uh, paradigm shift and trying to go through that. And I, kind of handled it well i didn't freak out too much i really thought i would just be an absolute mess and it was nice to see that i didn't crumble i got stronger through it and every year since then is just life has gotten better and better and better i think part of it is you know understanding that i'm gonna die and trying to live every day as best i can let the smaller crap really go and try to do whatever I can to make myself happy and enjoy it. How has your life changed since that moment? Moved and uh, got a whole new career. So I quit my job at the animal shelter, got a whole new career doing construction, uh, making more money than I ever thought I would in my life. Got married, met my wife. She's super awesome. (laughs) Uh, started investing more in friends and the type of friends and friendships that I want to have. And the people I don't want to be around, I just don't. They don't need to be part of my life. And trying to get the dangerous or toxic people to you know, keep them at bay, try to figure out what I want and work and how I want to function and actually make a future for myself. Do you think you would have experienced all those changes without eating a part of your leg that maybe the brush with death itself was enough for transformation? Or do you feel like the ceremony of that meal with your friends was an essential part? I think I would have had a lot of growth regardless. However, the the dinner was a very special thing that brought me really close to a lot of people and kind of helped me understand that, you know, there's one of those things where I never knew if other people loved me. And as one of those things where I really want a connection with people and to have people come out and go through this with me really showed that I do have a group of people that really cared about me. 
So that was an extremely endearing aspect of it. That's major. That, that I mean, that it's that's almost like a its own event. It's pretty special. I was super happy, and you know, I always look back on it with fond with uh, fond feelings. Yeah, I imagine that's incredible. Thank you so much for sharing your story with me. Do you have any closing thoughts before we sign off? No, I'm pretty happy. If you have any questions, I'm full of dumb ideas. <laughs> and a few pretty good ones too. So yeah, follow, uh, follow my friend here at uh, Reddit Incredibly Shiny Shart. <laughs> Thank you so much, Meredith. Thanks for listening. If you've loved a couple episodes of this show, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or the Good Pods app. This is normally now the spot where I make a next episode recommendation by suggesting a similar episode. But honestly, this was pretty much one of a kind. There is another episode, however, about another taboo, face tattoos. It's about an Alaskan woman reclaiming her indigenous roots through traditional face tattooing. It's episode 117. Stay tuned next week when I talk with a zoologist who wrote a book about the history of cannibalism.